everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, the podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And we're continuing our series on finalists for the 2021 Youth Innovation Showcase. And today we're talking with the winner of uh, the Youth Innovation Showcase uh, for her age group, and that is Taya Lee, a grade 11 student at Glenline Norfolk School in Victoria, British Columbia. Hey, Taya, how's it going? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, how does it feel? Um, a day after, we were just um, on the call yesterday. Now we know that you won uh, the Youth Innovation Showcase for uh, for your age group. Um, how are you feeling about it? Um, to be honest, I was so shocked yesterday, and I, I felt like I needed a whole day to really process that, especially during the session we had yesterday. I was looking at everyone else's projects, and they all looked so amazing. They were really amazing. And, you know, I did talk to the judges and it was a really, you know, tough decision that they all had to make, you know, but I honestly wasn't that surprised uh, that you won. So I'd love to get into your innovation, learn a little bit more about it. You describe it as recycling oil from contaminated water using a Zola folliculoids, am I saying that correctly? Folliculoids, to create a biodiesel blend. So close, a folliculoides. Folliculoides, okay, you know, I'm a space person, so um, sometimes biology is a little bit beyond my realm. So tell me about this. Tell me about um, how this works. So essentially, the concept is to have, a Zola, let's just call it a Zola, a Zola to adsorb oil contaminates in the water okay. um, and then extracting the Azula's natural oil and the oil it absorbed to create a biodiesel blend, which is essentially made out of plant oil and then they're cycled like motor oil or whatever oils in the water. Oh, this is so cool. So I, how do, is this something that is being done right now in the world? Where did the inspiration come from for this? So currently in the world, I see a lot of pure biodiesels that are being blended with separate motor oil that is being accessed from petroleum industries. But I have never seen a biodiesel blend that mm -hmm. repurposes oil from contaminated water. So by that, like cleaning contaminated bodies of water, um, and then also reducing like petroleum usage as well uh, and production. I actually came across the idea of using plants after learning about um, the issues of pollution in school. Yeah. Um, I was really, really interested in like solutions to that. And so I began researching and I found out um, and I found the special unique properties of different algae. I originally was looking for this other species called Sylvania natans that I saw had oil absorbing properties, but I wasn't able to source that in Victoria, unfortunately. And so I began looking at different local lakes and that's where I came across this algae as Folliculoides at Swan Lake. Okay, well, again, uh, space uh, person here, maybe uh, describe to me as a layperson, um, what is Azola folliculoides? Um, could you maybe describe it for us? Give us a visual picture? For sure. Um, it's essentially just a, a macroalgae, so a large algae species. Um, and it's like found around the world in so many different continents um, in, like, for example, Asia, North America, South America, um, basically everywhere. Um, and something that's really interesting about it is that it's a freshwater algae, but apparently research has shown that it can also survive in salt water. Oh, really interesting. So, uh, and of course, you said that you came across this at Swan Lake, which is near where you live? It's about like 15 minutes, but it's a place that I've visited a lot throughout my life. 
Um, I, in elementary school, we used to go there for field trips and we would visit a little nature house there. Um, and then just like throughout the summers and spring break, I would always visit there and go down the boardwalk. It's a wonderful place. Take me through sort of like the process. So you're extracting the oil. Um, how exactly do you do that? <laughs> do you want me to just take you through the whole process of the whole entire Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So absolutely. essentially in this, <laughs> in this experiment, I started off by creating my own cont- oil contaminated water. Mm-hmm. So I added a uh, 5W30 motor oil into water and I let the Azola adsorb the oil for seven days. After that, I then air dried the Zola and I used a soxate extractor and ethanol to essentially extract the oils out. So that being the Zola oil and the motor oil. Um, and after that, the extracted oil I found had like leftover little plant bits. Um, and so to filter that out, I used glass wool. Um, and my left last step con- was essentially then making it turning into a biodiesel blend using a chemical process called transesterification. Um, then after creating the biodiesel blend, I then tested it by combusting it and essentially measuring the difference in water temperature to compare the difference between my biodiesel blend and the 5W30 motor oil I used to create the oil contaminated water. And when you were, and when you were testing it, uh, combusting it, how exactly were you doing that? I poured 5W30 motor oil in a little candle tin because I had small sample sizes. Um, and I did the same with the body so blend. Um, and then I lit the candle. Yeah. I used a wick and placed it in and I lit it. Um, and then I just measured <laughs> the temperature of the water, which was above it. Um, and I measured the change in that. So I did that for both of them. Um, and in the end, I found that the Azula body soap blend I created was more energy efficient than the original 5W30 motor oil that was used to create it. Okay, this this is now amazing to me. The way like you're just describing this process, um, it sounds like a really fun process. This is the process of science. Is this something? This type of process is this something that you've always been passionate about? Um, have Have you in, done you know science experiments like, like this before? Um, maybe talk a little bit about um, your history of doing this kind of science. Yeah, um, I did one other science project when I was in grade five. Um, and that was for school, actually. And my parents encouraged me to put it in the local science fair. Um, and it was there that I really got inspired by all like the seniors projects. Um, and that really got me into thinking more about the possibilities of coming up for, with solutions for so many different things. Um, and then come high school, when we were learning about pollution, um, and I was thinking more about all the current issues that were going on in this world. I really got interested in finding a solution to this. And that really led to the creation of this science experiment and my participation in the science fair. Yeah, wonderful. So are science fairs uh, and innovation showcases, is this something new to you? Have you been involved in them in, before? Um, I've only done the uh, science fair in grade five. Um, and then this year I entered in a bunch of science fairs and the youth innovation showcase, which was a really cool experience because it kind of contrasted science fair um, in the way that it was more like a project pitch, which I thought was a fun experience. Describe that a little bit more, that difference of uh, an innovation showcase and a science fair and what you sort of like learned through this process of pitching a project. I found that in the youth innovation showcase, the main goal was to really get the judges engaged in the project um, and to explain it in a really concise way. Um, in comparison to the science fair, where I found it was a lot about the details 
um, and we had a lot more time to kind of lay out the whole project. Mm. Um, so it was interesting just explaining it um, in two different ways for different audiences. Yeah. And is that a new process for you? Have you ever done anything like that where you've had to, you know, put together a pitch and um, present something in that way? Was that, uh, how did you feel about uh, that process? Yeah, it was actually a completely new process for me. Um, I was a little bit like hesitant towards how I exactly wanted to present it in such a short time period. But I ended up cutting out, I guess, the scientific, more technical aspects um, and going with like why I became interested in this. Um, and the general gist of what the experiment was and what it solves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's pure science communication right there, you know, adapting to your audience, knowing uh, the people that you're speaking to and the types of information that they want to hear. And it sounds like you adapted really well. You're well on your way to becoming a full, uh, full-fledged full uh, scientist here, Taya. This is uh, really inspiring to me, you know, as a science educator to see a young person like you um, already doing this in grade 11. Um, bright future ahead for you. Um, what do you see in your future now? You've won this Youth Innovation Showcase. You have this wonderful innovation um, that you could, you know, um, expand, elaborate. Do you want to keep going with it or do you have some other things in mind? Yeah, so I definitely do want to expand this experiment a bit more. Um, I was mentioning in my judging sessions that I would actually like to create like different biodiesel blend ratios and test those for different engines, which have different engine specifications. Um, and then another thing I wanted to do was test out this concept in salt water as well. Um, apart from that though, I'm coming mm. nearer to grade 12 and applying to universities. Um, and something that I would really want to go into is um, something in like the biotechnology field or in the health sciences. Um, I'm really interested in both environmental sciences and health sciences. So that's something to look forward to. Oh, that's really amazing. Yeah, I'm really curious because you said that there wasn't a whole lot of studies being done on this. Have you had anyone reach out to you? Any uh, scientists that are um, curious about your project? Um, I actually haven't so far, um, but I have had a lot of meaningful chats with different judges at the different competitions I was in. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, hopefully we can get the word out there and uh, let people know what you're doing. Uh, it sounds amazing. You know, you now have $5,000 uh, to play with. Have you had any thoughts about what uh, you might put that money towards? I would love to reach out to like different universities and see if I can further this research. Um, and I know that if I were to do another, uh, repeat this process and like kind of tweak a little bit and add more, that would be costly in terms of like buying more materials and everything that's required. Um, so that's something that I would definitely want to look into. Um, and then also using part of the money to perhaps um, invest in like future science fair experiments. Well, you know what? This is a call out for all those uh, scientists out there. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to Taya's pitch, uh, go look her up, go contact her, go learn more about this innovation uh, because I think it's fantastic. I hope that there is um, uh, a future with it. Uh, congratulations again, Taya, for uh, winning the 2021 Youth Innovation Showcase. And thank you so much for joining us today on Let's Innovate. Thank you for having me.
Uh, and thank you, uh, dear listeners, for listening to these episodes. If you like Let's Innovate, you should like and subscribe. You should uh, write us a review. You should uh, contact us. Um, you can learn more about the Youth Innovation Showcase at sciencefairs.ca. And you can follow us along on social media at Youth Innovation Showcase Instagram, at Youth Innovation on Twitter. I'm on there too, at Michael John Unger Instagram at Michael J. Unger on Twitter. And until next time, let's innovate.